Welcome to Amune is our future with Vessels of Peace. How exciting that we are joining each other after a wonderful Purim, a Purim Meshulash that took place these last three days in Yushalayim. And we are now on a Monday back to our weekly slot an hour later. As you can see, we're not in the studio. Just some technical issues with the studio team. But we hope to be back in the coming week. Also, we will be back on Sunday Thanks to uh, Purim, we had a little break, and Sunday will be an opportunity to have a Amuna class number 30 with Rav Shalom Arush in our studio and have a beautiful QA planned. People are sending in questions and we're exciting and we're excited to get that answered with Rav Shalom Arush. And it's exciting that we'll also be hosting Dov Halperin. He is coming special to our studio, a talented singer and guitarist, someone who might be new to many of you, but is a great opportunity for you guys to really meet someone inspirational. And we love the fact that we're sitting in my house right now because the name of the class is Building Vessels of Peace. How do we get those vessels? We need vessels. We need Kalim, as it says in the Holy Svarim. We need to have ability to hold all the blessings that are going to be coming down during this special time between Purim and Pesach of Gula, Samech the Gula, of the special time of this climax of Chodesh Adar, Mishinik Nis Adar Mam Basimcha, and as we transition into Chodesh Nisan. Yes, wow, amazing. It's so good. Yes, you just finished your prayer service and you get to join a Torah class. That's the, the way to go, how to begin a day. So thank you for our listeners and your feedback. It's always appreciated. And the good news is that after Purim, I wasn't too, too crazy. Thank God we were able to wake up and get posting again and keep getting ready for these beautiful classes. And we have the opportunity to go ahead strong. And, and as we spoke, hopefully refreshed with new misogim, new understandings. And one of them is that on Purim, let's just first like, internalize what we got from the past three days here in Yushalayim and for the rest of the world it was Erev Shabbos and Shabbos we should take with us the Shushan Purim and the, all the energy that came out on the Sunday beautiful parties, beautiful celebrations, beautiful mitzvahs the Mikras Megillah, hearing the Megillah, the Gersesta and the Shlach Manas and the Tanis Yvonim all the charity, all the kindness, all the connection, all the warmth, all the heart, all the love that was created on these special days to bring it in and hopefully all the joy and the simcha and the dancing I was hearing in the office, all the dancing going on by Rav because they were, had all these little videos they were all excited to watch and stuff. There was a big time by Rav as well. And thank God, me personally, I went been, had a lot of young people come to my home um, who obviously, according to the rules and all that stuff, and then went on a little sivub to a few local places. And thank God it was very positive and... Uh, I have to say that I didn't overdo it, but I do feel a little bit affected from the Lachaims. So excuse me once again if the voice is a bit off. But we're working on getting to that spring freshness. It hasn't yet hit here in Israel and Holy Land. Still a little bit cold and cloudy, but we're hoping as the next week or so that that energy from this and that that Yismuchu Hashemayim B'Sagalar, it's this joyous, the heavens will rejoice and the land will rejoice too. The, the Simcha of the, of the heavens will go down all the way down to the land. And that would be a certain refreshing, uplifting feeling of renewal in the in the land itself, where we can see it, not just believe in it. 
There's an idea of emuna, seeing as believing, people talk that, but really what we know over here is the idea of intrinsic belief, to really know something on a deep inner level. And once you have that inner knowledge, to be able to look into the world and see how it is manifesting, but it's in a process form, it doesn't come straight away. Just like Gedalia Fence has been talking about, very much important to remember when you're praying for things, to not expect instant. It's not like, uh, you know, uh, Amazon order or you know like getting your tracking number so you can just keep an eye on where your prayer went it's it's a very inner deep thing it takes a lot of emuna, a lot of self-work and as time goes on I was just listening to Joe Rogan today and based on a I think it was a few days ago this this conversation took place and you could see over there he's struggling Joe to understand the power of prayer that you know something which you know hasn't been proven scientifically and something which is therefore it's a lot to do with that experiential knowledge of das and he hasn't yet had that kind of experience so you know there's a lot for people to learn and there's a lot of work for us to do that people yet don't understand the opportunity of amuna and the ability to pray on a daily level and really connect to spodidus and to put their amunas heart and soul and mind all the different levels of humanity into a more elevated way of thinking and that's going to take time as well. The process will begin here and with Ravarish and other holy righteous people and our people all the way back to the original Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and we left Egypt and that's what we're preparing now that you have to understand that there's such a light, such an increase of Amuna that comes down in the world as we read about the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and it's really the foundation of all our Amuna to understand that it's Chagamuna, that's the festival of Amuna, not just freedom, but it's a festival of understanding how Hashem Himself, the God, the Creator of the world, came and on an individual level, uh, he's, He became our God and took us out that, to create that divine awareness of and divine Ashkacha and revelation that we have a relationship and it's live and it happened in this world at that time and it's continuing to happen on a yearly level every Purim, every Pesach, every Shabbos, every day of the week has in its own light according to the holy holy books every day has its own divine influence Arichas Yomim we pray for to have long life what does it mean? Rabbi Nachman explains in the Kutumaran, Rabbi Nachman ben Fager, Rabbi Nachman ben Simcha he explains over there the idea that every day has so much depth, so much panemia, so much inner level and for example, when you mavata a moment, you you let go of money. Like today, the studio guy was like, just last minute, was like, I can't come to open up. And something came up, emergency. So you know, I could have been like, Arr! but I was like, okay, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna take my time, get everything ready in the right way, organize my room, and I'll do the class there. You know, move on, go ahead. I didn't want to delay another day. I could have pushed it off again to Tuesday, and sometimes I do that. But I felt like you know, I already put out there we were gonna go live at 2.45, so we went live 3.45, it's, uh, you know, a few minutes. But the idea is being Mavata, being able to let go of things is a very important principle and it leads to understanding the depth of every day, to experience life on a different mindset once you're learning to let go. And I was very inspired at one of our friends, someone who we uh, dedicate our Muna classes to, Baruch Hashem, they sent me a book they're putting out there, and maybe we'll talk about it in a future class, I just want to get permission first see if they want it something they want to advertise on our platforms but the idea that thank god there are people all kinds men women all different people like putting out beautiful creative content and i do believe there's a nice quote from Boris in the book and i was able to help with that gratitude i think it's about 
and also a preface from Gedalia Fenster. I just got his class sent to me now as we're doing this class. And thank God we try to put up one of his classes a week on our platform from the Lighthouse Torah Project. And that was a great class last week. I'm still getting energy up there with schlepping knackers. It was really, really fun. <coughs> Excuse me again with the voice. And Shalom Bernard. So look, we have all kinds of people reaching in and, and joining us on this journey. One of the things that people have noticed that, you know, we are putting up posts, you know, on a daily level. And it was mentioned to, to me by a social media person that, you know, people seem to prefer more visual videos, that kind of stuff. The the images so far, you know, like it's, you know, people look at it a little bit, this and that. And we have, thank God all the time, links to our platforms, like we have the growing SoundCloud and Breast of Israel audio platforms of Amuna podcasts, and this will go up on a podcast, Baruch Hashem. So we have that opportunities for people to tune in, but we really want to get people more interactive, more involved, and that's one of the reasons we have the QA, that people should be able to ask their questions direct to Ravarish, and it's really important that people like share the posts that we're putting time into, so that it goes into other platforms, and you know we're not limited by the small circle. We want to be able to get it uh, grow Amuna globally. That's a big thing that we're doing here. So once again, let's get to the title of the class that we're 30 days before Pesach and it's a special holiday of freedom and Amunah. But we have a great way to receive this blessing. What is it? As we wrote in the in the description below, it's one simple word, peace. The word Sholem. The idea of having peace is a, is a Maxi Brokib, it's a Kli for blessing. So on Purim, as I was saying before, that when you gave Shalach Manus, you did the mitzvah of giving a gift to a friend, you didn't just give them the food, like most people you give like a, a drink, some sort of nice can or a juice, bottle of juice, whatever it is, a bottle of wine. You also gave them a dish, yeah, something to eat. Now, when I, even the way I said it, when you say the word dish, that implies that there's a vessel, there's a cleat. There's, it comes, the food, the thing you're going to eat is already in a dish, is already in a cleat, is already in this vessel. And it's already <clears throat> ready to be dished up and eaten. And that's part of the mitzvah shloch manah, so it should be eaten on the day of Purim. And I was very happy when I went to a friend of mine and went to his, his apartment to give him a shloch manah. So I sat down for a minute to make a lachayim. He ate the dish that we gave him in front of me. So I was very happy to see that the salad and the, the, the little cake thing that we gave him, the cinnamon buns or whatever it was, that my wife kindly put effort in to make homemade of healthy ingredients, you know, whole wheat and all that stuff. The, the person I gave, the, the friend of mine who I gave the gift to, ate the dish. But didn't eat the physical cold dish, like it jokes in the Gemara. He didn't, in the Talmud, he didn't just eat, you know, obviously he ate the food on the dish. But the point is it was in a dish. That's the idea, that we give, when we give a present to someone, we're giving them not just the food, we're giving them also the dish. And that's what Hashem does with us, so too, on Purim. He communicates, you know, it's like a mirror in a way. It's a real relationship, meaning it's back and forth. It's not just, you know, like abstract. It's a very real down-to-earth experience. And that would be a huge answer for Joe Rogan or any, any person searching for the truth truly would be able to give over that reality through takes thinking and being awareness and open heart. And, it, you know, how many people would be willing to experiment all kinds of things, you know, like uh, Tim Ferriss always experimenting a new drug or a new like way of like um, being more effective, different avenues all the time, or other people out there all the time looking and looking. Do people invest in their time in building that relationship with Hashem where they are 
providing a vessel, a cleat for that blessing. So the idea is on Purim, when we did give those Shalach Manas, we created that cleat, that vessel for Hashem to bring that blessing because it created more peace in the world. And not only that, as I said, Hashem mirrors us. So Hashem himself, not only did he give us the food, the blessing, but he also gave us the vessel, the dish to hold it in. And that's the concept. Rabbinaman talks about it, but the, the main idea to get your mind in with is that you have ability to create a vessel. And that vessel then becomes the kli, the, the ability the, for Hashem to pour down a lot of divine abundance. And one of those vessels is known as peace. Peace itself, shalom, is itself a vessel. It's a container. It's an ability to have a lot of positivity. So now, let's get like practical. You go online and you see out there, unfortunately, you know, the coronavirus challenge hasn't added so much to the concept of peace. Initially, and a lot of people mentioned this, Joe Rogan included, mentioned that initially, Ben Shapiro, all these people out there mentioned that initially there was an arousal of like unity. Why? Because everyone was going through one universal pandemic, epidemic challenge. It was a, it was something which everyone could relate to universally. But then slowly what happened, it got politicized and everyone has different opinions. And, you know, now with the vaccine and, you know, there's all different opinions about that. And then everyone started, you know, God forbid, like putting pressure on people, like, you know, and all the different ways, policies to deal with it, or even on a personal level, do you wear the mask? Do you not wear the mask? I mean, you legally have to wear the mask if you go out. And then, you know, why are you allowed to be with people? And this way, that way. So then you start to see how it created so much division. And you look even till now, till today, all the posts, this person taken off the plane because they didn't cover their mask and this thing and that thing. And the the energy, like in some towns even, if you go to Peter's Sanitario, he go to there and he was in San Francisco and other towns. I don't want to like put down anyone, but this is what he posted, that people are, you know, not in a, such a unified energy over there because of the pandemics created a lot of division you know i really hope that's not the case but that's how he you know reported it you know maybe please god it's not that way maybe people are feeling together on fighting this pandemic in a unifying respectful way but the point is it's been a lot of decline in peace a lot of lack of peace you know in the world they're talking about the middle east now right now there's a lot of heating up and you know even though that initially there was peace agreements and thank god those should continue but you know, out there, there's a lot of tension and, you know, in the streets of Jerusalem, there's a lot of tension. Um, people like, you know, having some sort of like riots and protests and this and that. And, you know, I want to really focus on, yeah, someone wrote here, I got vaccine on both arms. Yeah, just to make peace. I think that's Joseph Denil giving me a little joke over here in the middle of the class. But the point is that I appreciate the humor. But, and humor is definitely a big tool to bring people to peace. You know, that's something that Joe Rogan for sure would agree with, that through humor we can create, a, uh, get rid of a lot of the division, if done appropriately. But the concept is that if there's respect towards each other and how we communicate, and we will communicate in a way, one, that we're able to let go, as you mentioned at the beginning of the class, and we're also able to experience life on a level where we're not worried that someone else has got forbid going to take what seems to be ours. And we realize that, as Boris has mentioned many times in our classes, that we have with Amuna, we don't have to be jealous. We don't have to really worry about what's going to be. It's a different kind of way of thinking. It's a different lifestyle. So then we don't have to have 
arguments, we don't have to have agendas, we don't have to spend our days trying to outdo someone else because we have a Munna that we're going to get what we're supposed to get and we're going to be where we're supposed to be and everything's going to come in the right time, in the right way, with the right shluchim, with the right agent. And that in itself can create a lot of peace in the world. So how does this connect to where we're at now? So we just came out of Purim and I said we had an increase in peace because there was all the gifts of to the poor and all the gifts to each other and there was the, the, the light of Purim. Thank you, people saying nice things. I appreciate your positive feedback, by the way. And that kind of, you know, positive, it, it helps. And the idea of the Megillah and the idea of all the different mitzvahs, the inner aspects, the light that was created, the Sudas sitting together. And yeah, that's right. The, the agenda is Gula Shlema. I totally agree on that. So then we have that kind of experience on Purim, and that's why it says Gula Samach Gula, the redemption of Purim is connected to the redemption of Pesach. And we realize that Shem is the one to take us out of our difficulties and out of our limitations and out of our restraints. And we're now preparing these 30 days towards towards the, the special hug of Amunna. And we just need to get this back on. One moment. There we go. Hashem is preparing us for this Chag Amuna, this festival of Amuna. And thank God everything's working. We have to give a thank you, Hashem. We have the opportunity to prepare now, prepare the vessel. So obviously, you know, getting rid of the chametz, getting rid of the ego, getting rid of the the anger, the frustrations, the pain working through the pain, facing the pain, cleaning up your inner world, cleaning up your outer world. This is obviously what we do during these 30 days, getting ready the matzahs, baking the matzahs if you have, if you have that opportunity, or buying the matzahs and buying all the different aspects of the Seder night, the Simanim and the Simanim, you know, they're very holy things, and we'll talk more about it in the next few weeks. But the idea is we're getting into that mindset of Pesach and helping making sure financially and, and materially we have what we need to be able to be at the Seder table, to be at Pesach a whole week, really, of Amuna, of Chizuk and Amuna. We have an opportunity to get ready for that. But the biggest way, a vessel for that is with peace. So, for example, cleaning the house, you know, getting the children to stop eating you know, bread all around here and there, and all this kind of stuff, it has to be done in a more peaceful way. And so too, if you have a business or you have an opportunity to influence online, to do it in a peaceful way as you prepare this next few weeks, because then you're building that vessel for, for, for all the blessings. And I once wanted to say in a shin, it didn't come out for some reason. Remember when it says in the Pasuk, Hashem Azla Moyitain, Hashem gave us this Az, this gift of Torah. We spoke a lot about how important the Torah Kadosha is to our people and how much we appreciate it. And it's the biggest gift there is, in a way. And that understand Hashem Azlam Oyitain, he gave us his Torah. Hashem Yivorech Shalom, and then he will bless his his nation with, with peace. And that that peace will go through the Jewish people into the world. As we've spoken about many times, united souls. There'll be unification amongst all the souls, not just the Jewish souls, but all the souls. The souls of all the nations will unify. And that ability to communicate will go onto a new level. You know, we're very we're very near to that reality becoming manifest. People are starting to sense a little bit that there's certain breakthroughs technologically and emotionally and, and spiritually, there's stuff going on right now that's giving a little taste of what's ahead, that, that we're no longer going to be limited by our physical needs and our, you know, people are getting very edgy without having the social experience and having all these large events and a lot of things, you know, me included, it's, it's very hard, you know, not to see the family, all this kind of stuff. But remember, on an inner level, that we're unifying 
we're actually connecting into deeper resources within because we don't have all the external escapes we have all the external ways to manifest unity we have to find an inner way of connecting to people and that's an example with Pesach night even like last year a lot of people couldn't eat the Seder night together with their families but the concept is that we have opportunities through online through the globalization through the inner level through the soul level to pray for each other and to understand that it does manifest. It's not something which has to be tested scientifically. That's the idea of intrinsic kamuna, that we know on an inner level, through experience, through real life, that prayer works. That the essence of Odom, the inner letters of Odom is mispalel, is to pray. That's if you take the letters of Aleph, Dalid, Mem, and you take the inner letters, it's the letters are mispalel. So the whole essence of man is, is tefillah, is prayer. And that's why Rabbi Nachman was such a light that came down to the world and all the students of Hashem and all the other tzaddikim, the Rechaim HaKadoshim, all the different prophets, and Ishchai, the Vilnagon, the chizik that came out of power, the encouragement of prayer, that we can, we can make changes. And that goes together with kindness because really to understand that to be able to connect to Hashem, it means you need to be able to connect to the, the creation that he made. And that's through Abbas Israel. Like before you can really go into any Shmoles or any davening, you have to already start to think about how you love the people around you. You love your wife, your soulmate, you love your family, you love your kids, you love the relatives, the people, friends. You know, like right now we're dedicating this class, for example, to Sarah Besfair, Shabbat Foy Shlema, and uh, you know, she's a friend of the family, a very close friend, and we're praying for her to have a full Foy Shlema. This is the kind of thing you start to care. You see by Ravosh how much he's praying and praying for the people around, how much he loves. Yes, and someone here, Shem is definitely going to give us a taste. Pray that my family get this home in a nice coach when he's here. Yes, please God, your family should get that. Um, Yosef David Avram on YouTube, we should have, please God, all the blessings of family being able to have Kashrus and the Kosher Sameach Pesach, have everything they need and to be able to hopefully experience what it means. When the, for me, when my heart really opened up was on Seder night was when I had that experience in Eretz Yisrael. Or even when I was a kid with my family, when they didn't know so much about the Judaism, but they had traditions and stuff, and we still read the Haggadah no matter what. And it, there's a certain inner reality that there's two festivals that all the Jews always kept, even, you know, from my experience, was Pesach, Seder night, and Yom Kippur. Those are two things we always kept. So what's the inner aspect? We spoke about this once. The idea is of idea of keser, of panemius. So instead of getting koiris, which is what chametz, if you eat chametz on Pesach, you cut off your soul and you don't have such a connection. So they say nowadays that that doesn't manifest because we're on such a low level. Or, you know, the soul is so high and it doesn't get affected by, even by that. But the simple level is that if you eat chametz on Pesach, it's koiris, it's cut off. The same lesson of koiris is... is Kesa is crown. You get the crown, not the crown of Corona, the crown of connection, the crown of Amuna, this light that surrounds a human being, this potential, the aura. You know, I was a big fan of Celestine Prophecy because of that concept back in the day, like over 20 something years ago, this idea of this light that surrounds people and that there's a flow in life and there's a divine flow. We have to allow ourselves to tune into it. That is the intrinsic level of Amuna. That inner aspect that guides us on a daily level and gives us the ability to see the greatness of the people around us and to be able to let go when things don't work out. And that gives us a lot of comfort. Even just giving this class, I wasn't feeling so great. You know, after Purim, it was very high, and then you come back into the world. And, you know, the same night, my son was going past a place where someone got driven into, and, and my son watched his, his stomach like blow up basically, and then he, God forbid, he passed away last night. It was a very sad thing, and you know, that was right after Purim. 
and you know you're just on such a positive mind and then suddenly you hear this and your son is you know coming home where he almost got blood all over him because he was trying to help get the guy out with other people and then the police and the ambulance and there was then there was rioting going on it was like a whole mess going on in the holiest special day and end climax and the in such a holy city and this is a kind of like things going on that kids have to experience instead of experiencing dancing and joy they're experiencing on the streets pain and 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 you know suffering and this is not how it should be so i'm just sharing that not to share pain with you but just to understand that you know we always trying to create a very positive energy here in our middle class you know we have thank god our weekly class again with our voice join us please god this sunday 8 30 with dov halperim with thank hashem make a musical matzah we've got ace and cats coming soon there's some more cats and get some positive music but unfortunately outside of the office where we do this on the same street there's been riots you know like on the same night like as we're creating this positive energy in one place there's almost next door like craziness going on things getting damaged people getting hurt people getting arrested this is not peace this is not Yerushalayim is Yerushalayim it's a place of awareness of tremendous awe and tremendous peace it's it's an opportunity to experience the ultimate peace of the the, the Sar Sholem the, the idea of the, the messianic figure who will come and bring peace to the world this is meant to be the center of peace and right now you know unfortunately it's it's in a broken form and we have to pray for the peace of Yerushalayim we have to pray for the peace of Eretz Israel of the Holy Land we have to pray for the peace of the world you know it's not these are not small things these are the kind of that's the kind of love we have to have for Hashem and his creation in our prayer service it should come out like I'm a Kohen so I'm blessing and you know we're trying to bless all the, the people with, with Sholem and and Ahava we have to do it with all of with love and we have to do you, you have to do the Virecha and Hashem Shmercha Yosha Panabalech Vikanecha Isa Hashem Hanabalech Vyosem Lecha Shalom. We have to pray the Bechas Kanim with Shalom. Lecha should be Shalom to the world, it should be peace. And that idea that people should find a common way of communication, a universal way of communication, should not allow the social media. Uh, social dilemma as they call it online to take over people's ways of communicating that we you know i see again and again these feeds of just arguments and arguments and opinions and opinions like who, who cares if you're right or wrong it's not what life's about there's a bigger truth a, a truth of love and connection and that's the kind of connection we need so all of us should really pray i've really worked hard personally to try and always be mavata, to let go. And sometimes it seems, you know, like you look out there in the world and who are the successful people, the fighters and the ones ruling over others. And you think, well, you know, I'm gonna lose out a little bit financially and, you know, my ego, my fame, my, I'm not involved with all the cons- all controversial subjects and I'm staying away from all the politics. So I'm not gonna become like, you know, like a big macha or a big name, but just going on the path of peace in the end, ultimately, that's what's gonna be eternal. That's what's going to be the, the, what's left of this world uh, when, when all the Biruim, all the clarifications take place in the coming years. All the clarifications, what's going to be left in this world is people of peace, people, Darche Shalom, Darche Noam. It's a path of peace, it's an eternal path. And as I said many times in my Unity Inspires projects, I really wanted to unify with everybody, you know, ultimately. But there's going to be movements who will be against it because, one, because I believe in Yushalayim. I believe in Jerusalem, so that already there are going to be people who said, but no, but no, but no, la, 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 la. I have my opinion. 
So what am I going to do in those movements? So the answer will be, I'm open to unify with you, even if you have a different opinion. I'm open to unify with all different people and, all, and hear all different ways of thinking and everything. But if they refuse to unify, so they're proven that they're not part of the unity projects. They're not part of this process of unification. They're unfortunately choosing the path of, of whatever it is. I don't want to say, but it's not unity. And that in itself will clarify what is people who are people of peace, people of unity, and what isn't. Because they'll, people of unity would be able to communicate, even if they have different opinions. And it won't be about who's right, it'll be about who's connecting, and how do we have more connection, how do we understand each other more, how do we have more humility, how do we have more joy, how do we have more muna, how do we connect to each other and, and see the greatness of people around us, see the, wonder, the wondrous natures of the soul of mankind, and humanity, and womankind, and how do we see the greatness of the children in front, how do we see the greatness of the teachers that we're given, how do we see the opportunity to inspire the world to unity. So that's the concepts of building a vessel, a cleave for blessing, because this will be the ultimate vessel. This will be the vessel that will bring only blessing to your life, and you'll have a beautiful preparation for Pesach. At a practical level, you'll have more peace in the home. You'll be able to not want to always be right, be able to see the other side of the story and, and believe in the other person right in front of you and to give them that opportunity to communicate their opinion and their way. And that will give much more room for growth and growth, growing and Amuna very connected, as it says by Hadassah, we had just now in the Purim, the idea of Omenes Hadassah, the idea of growing. Uh, Esther was someone, her other name was Hadassah. She grew through, through Amuna. That's what created her growth. That's how Mordechai was a Gadel. It says Loshin Gidl. He was able to grow Hadassah through Amuna. And that's the idea how you should build your children, how you should build your relationships. Through Amuna, and being patient, having going through the process together, not forcing stuff. You know, like we're trying to create a, a Muna revolution, but it's going to come through a Muna. It's, gonna, it's not going to come through me shouting at people. Where were you in the studio today? And blah, blah, blah. you know, like sometimes people get a bit hot-headed over here in the Holy Yushalayim. We've got to do it with a Muna and a process, and it will come together, please God. And I believe in everyone who's listening to these classes that they understand this on a, on an intrinsic level. It's not some brainwashed, you know, like we're trying to convince you something. It's just true facts of creation. It's, it's like, as they say in these cool podcasts, facts, facts, man, it's facts. It's facts. There's some things that everyone just knows is facts, is truth. So please, God, everyone should take that with you and uh, have a beautiful rest of the week and a beautiful Shabbat Shalom coming to climax this week, Pasha's Para. We clean ourselves off from all the impurities, get ready for for the Chodesh of Nisan, Chodesh of Zelachem, a new, a new beginning completely, spring, Pasha's Para is a purification, the Kisisa purifies all the Balagan that goes on in this week's Pasha, as well as all the high moments in this week's Pasha as well, with the Shkolem, and then we climax the Pasha with some high moments as well, and in the middle we've got a lot of tshuva to do, and that's good, that's part of the clarification process, and to go on this process with peace, and build those vessels, take the vessel from Purim that we got, the Shlach Manas from Hashem, this wonderful Kli, to take it with us, and to, to that connection to other people, and to bring it into the rest of the this coming week and month, please God, going up towards Pesach, it should be Pei, Sach, the mouth should speak, and we should speak prayers of peace and, and, and joy, and pray for each other, and I can't wait to hear the good news that comes out from all this holy work of praying for, for a better world, a world of peace and, and blessing. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Please go, we'll be next week back in the studio. 
and uh, appreciate if you could share this class and all our other classes and posts. Thank you so much. All the blessings.